says in first corinthians in a race everybody runs but only one wins first prize so run your race in such a way as to win great leadership belief accountability heart genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry i believe it was george washington carver who said when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're going to do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all going to be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do as a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra, that little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality, because no matter what's behind us, good or bad in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next. And the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder, 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 feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder, 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 feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. What up? Uh, we are live, and we thank you for being with us. The kickoff hour is here, and we do appreciate all of you. Over to my left, it is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me, Michael Hayden. Uh, we appreciate everybody being here. What's up? Yo. Oh, my. What every time I said your name, I went, hey! I didn't know what that was. Huh? Uh, kind of liked it. Yeah, I don't care. Kind of liked uh, it. Hope everybody's doing well today. Uh, Helmsy, Helmsy, Helmsy. You would be what? so proud of him. I do certain things, uh, and I'm like, you know, he'd be so proud of me. Well, number one, you got your green on for Masters, well, which I love. Thought about that. Right. It's fired up. Got mad at y'all yesterday because y'all on. wore some, and I didn't have <laughs> so any. He on. wore his green today because he's mad at us for wearing it yesterday. Yep. yep. You know what I do like? Is That'll that show us. Every shirt was a different shade of green. Yeah. Right. If I just would have known. Would That's think. a good-looking shirt. Didn't, I didn't get the memo yesterday. Well, I, we didn't. Well, you know, you, hey, you hey little, the masters, <laughs> masters didn't sneak up on anybody. You I know, it was I know, here. but I didn't get the memo that, hey, Greg, where are you green, buddy? <laughs> I didn't get that. So um, so I, I missed out. But anyway, um, I was just going to tell you that that I was, uh, I was proud of myself yesterday uh, because I had a second, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? 
I am going to watch a little bit of the Masters. And uh, I tuned in. It was about 2.20 Central Time. And ESPN started carrying uh, the Masters live, like showing live action at about 2 o'clock Central Time on Thursday. And when they they, uh, joined the coverage, Tiger was on the back nine and Phil was on the front nine. And, you know, they were hopping around showing – a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, uh, when I when I tuned in, Tiger started struggling a little bit. He was fighting through it, uh, but I stayed with it and uh, and watched some of it. And I was like, you know, Helmsy would be so proud of me because I kind of got information. I was watching it. I knew what was going <laughs> on. I saw what was happening. Calling the golfers by the first name. Yeah, you know, like uh, and uh, friends. And the fact that Tiger is under par on the first round, if you know history, How that's about pretty big, huh? Oh, Tig. He's, Tiger, he just looks he, – he, I don't know what it is, but he just oh, – oh, Tiger, he just looks uh, like he's having neck. a little bit more fun now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, when you play well, it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How'd you're the right. walrus do? Greg, he, he doesn't play. Oh, no. remember that guy? Yeah. yeah. And then and – then, um, Craig Stadler. Right yeah. Right. Yeah. He was my favorite. And then we were talking about Kepka yesterday. And the guy that's won the, won the last two out of three, uh, and and but nobody gives him anything, uh, and it's like people look right over him. Uh, and I saw that he lost was doing, his, lost his edge. He's uh, lost his weight and lost his edge. I think he lost. I didn't uh, say he lost his edge. He missed he last. Wanted to be naked in that book. It, well, that the uh, they did body. talk about that and the fact he had wrist surgery and missed the last Masters, but um, that didn't seem to slow him down. He, he's come back he's sharing the right lead today. That. Oh yeah. Brooks Koepka knocked it out of the park yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, he's showing his guns. One, you know, hey, but yeah. he's put he's put the weight back on. This yeah, was just a transformation that we, Greg. He hadn't this, worked out in three weeks though. This was you know, this was a transformation that he went through for that. I don't know if he did it for that body issue or not. That's what people say. He denies that, but um, anyway, is that the magazine? they say it was? A, nonetheless, they say it was a vanity decision. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he didn't um, physically need to do that. To correct. Play. Obviously, he's playing well. He was. It, well, I didn't want to bring him up again because I know yeah. you got that thing about him. No, uh, I just and, I, and I know you printed out. The, I messed the, up and said, "Hey, look, I didn't think he needed to lose weight and go on this extreme diet because I thought he was a good-looking guy." There and it that, is. you hey, don't that say that saying? in this room. No, you just don't. How much right. did the body issue cost? Right. Well, I it was funny it. you asked know. that, Greg. I was actually looking for something the other day and went in his oh, office and saw one. That is not yeah, and it was, true. I, guys, number one. It was one, turned to his page. Guys, Who number else one, is in it? It's not <laughs> out yet. So, no. Well, uh, you got it, the advanced copy. Y'all hush. I don't even think it's out in there. the fan club. Oh, and your Gallatrin. Uh, i tell you somebody y'all would like if y'all would. I think you would like him. This may be a step out. Is the guy that's tied with Brooks right now, and that's DeChambeau. He's a young you guy. You just want to say his name? No, I, he's a. They, they call him the. They call him the mad scientist because uh, he does. He does so many different things than everybody else. In other up. words, and but this guy's right above his alley, and we've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Like for instance, his his iron shafts are this. All of them are the same as like a seven iron would be. Oh, I remember that guy. You know, he he has the length that a seven iron would be. He's on the range just watching him hit. He's his swing is completely different than everybody else's. Yeah. And is he the one that was wearing the Kango hat? So he wears that. A lot of people think he wears that for Ben Hogan, um, you know, as as motivation or inspiration from Ben Hogan, but it's actually from Payne Stewart um, because they went to the same college. Mm. 
Um, but he's an interesting guy, and so he finds himself. Deschambeau. He he's a guy that you 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 sit there and you go, this guy should not be winning golf tournaments based off looking just at his swing. Mm. But because he tinkers, he they call him the mad scientist, Greg. You you. I you, think it was a few. Didn't yeah. they do a story about his Probably club a few so. years yes. ago? Yes. Something around. Yeah. He, he was playing well in, I guess it was the Masters. Well, he won the big ones. I only watched the big ones. You know I mean? I only watched the last day. He's tied for the lead. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you look right below him, guess who's sitting there? Lefty. Phil yep. Mickelson. Ooh, glory's last chance. Did, look, I don't know. Did you – Did you? Uh, did it you, is remarkable. He's 48 now and still getting around that golf course like he Phil. is. That's crazy. Right. Um, I, Helmsy and I share a lot. Did you see my Instagrams to you last night? I, my I, direct messages I, I, to you? I saw them this morning. Very disturbing. Okay. Uh, the, yeah. Um, yeah. Don't want I get home. Well, you won't. You're you, not on Instagram. Yeah, and that's one. the point of me uh, bringing this up. Okay. I get very Holy. frustrated with you. How many things have we got to be on? Can't one just do it? I, hey, buddy. We're, we're on yeah. that Marco Polo thing. Hey, that man. has nothing to do with buddy. what he's trying Is to tell you. Is that not enough communication? And breathe. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so, anyway, I sent Helmsy. Because, see, sometimes we can just send each other stuff back and forth, and it's kind of funny. Mm. And we'll send each other like obscure things. Yesterday, I, I'd sent I'd sent he was just, he brought up Phil Mickelson. I'd sent him a picture that was out oh, yeah. of him on the putting green, getting ready to play, and there was a hundred dollar bill <laughs> hanging out of his front pocket, and and it was, everybody was joking that it owns it owned them that a, one of the golfers just has a hundred bill hanging out of his pocket. I mean, Greg, I mean it's, it's like half kinda, in, half out. It's like the, it was like this. Like it, just picture <laughs> this is a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> So he just shoved it and in there just, and went it's on. It's just hanging out. Yeah, just all wadded like up. The, you know, he's going to lose it. Yeah. I, I, I immediately told uh, Speedy, I said, this is if Rick played golf. Yeah. Because he can't keep up with anything else. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. He'll lose stuff. We'll find stuff out here that's his, that he's lost <laughs> oh, going to the car. found his keys in the floor in the yes. bathroom one time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Right in the floor. <laughs> See the things that, that you could – and that and, too, I'll, I'll like send worth. you direct messages on Twitter and you never – I don't, I don't know. know how to do that. I sent – See, that's another thing. I sent you something yesterday direct on Twitter. And I included you I on it. I see that, but I can't. I see it on the front of the phone. Greg, and I go to don't find be it scared to hit it. the button. It's not hot. <laughs> it's well, I, let's just stick to one motive. Well, you can't even get that one, Marco Polo. Well, I can't show I'm you that on Marco Polo. <laughs> oh my God! Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Greg's favorite here, the BG. I know I played it for one Bill Bubba Bussy. Look at him strutting past Big Boy. Look at oh, him. Look at him. Look at him. Come on, Bubba. <laughs> I wish that y'all could see what we see sometimes. Huh? Big Boy. What about that? I know. Big Boy is outside the window looking in. What if you look Big Boy was going? Oh, yeah, and he started moving. And all of a sudden he winked at you and you're like, guys. Big eye. And nobody believed you. And, and, and like, every time I would look, he would do it. Then y'all would look, he would go, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you were in your office sleeping one night, and all of a sudden you heard a knock on the door, and it was him. He's like, hey, you want to play? Hey, come on out. <laughs> you see my suspenders? And <laughs> <laughs> you had them on. That I would slam. Right. And you woke up. You didn't You didn't know what y'all had done. All right, uh, we're back. <laughs> 22 minutes <laughs> past the <laughs> hour. He took it too far. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, <laughs> I'm just no, I wasn't thinking about okay, that. Buddy. I was thinking about you, okay, time out. What were you thinking? He was about just then? telling y'all about how y'all went and did stuff, went up to mugshots <laughs> and had a burger, and you didn't remember any of what it. It's wrong with you. I'm not even going to comment. All right, we've got two <laughs> updates. <laughs> it is a, it is a Friday edition here of the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, and we are just flying through some of the stories today, getting ready for the boys. They join us here at top of the hour. YouTube Live is already live, thanks to Eddie Van Adler and the crew for getting in and getting that going. Um, all right, we all remember the homeless man that got uh, with that couple, uh, the New Jersey couple, oh, yeah. to create a GoFundMe. The other Bobbit. Right. Uh, and um, y'all, y'all remember all this stuff that happened in 2017. They, uh, they apparently gave him twenty dollars to help. Uh, no, she, he or, she, or he gave them twenty dollars for gas or whatever because yeah. uh, they had ran out. And well, we, we we were saying from the get go something didn't yeah sound yeah, right. Yeah. They and get a go right again. GoFundMe page uh, raised four four hundred thousand dollars and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, long story short, that GoFundMe scam uh, is going to be in court today for him, the homeless man Johnny Bobbitt. Uh, he is a Homeless veteran. He admitted to conspiring with I that couple, and he yeah. is in court today. That's not John Wayne Bobbitt. No, no two different Johnny. Bobbitts. Both, and I guess it's Bobbitt. Big news stories. Yes, uh, yeah, it is. He pleaded guilty last month to conspiracy to commit theft by deception. Liar. And, been ex- uh, <laughs> and he's been accepted into a drug program as part of his plea deal. But he's in court today. So there's there's an update. Prosecutors say. Uh, him and the couple, of course, they're they're known as the GoFundMe scam, and we all have to be be leery of these scams and these GoFundMe pages. You got to be careful about that. But uh, anyway, um, they um, hey, I think they say he and and some others uh, they garnered more than fourteen thousand dollars Go and GoFundMe donors. Uh, no, fourteen thousand GoFundMe donors were scammed total. So out of the fourteen thousand GoFundMe donors, they raised four hundred thousand dollars. Holy guys. They had one planned, didn't they? Um, but anyway, investigators. Man, we got to talking from the get-go going, okay, so she's out of gas. Now, how did she herself get to the point where she had no gas? And here comes mm-hmm. a homeless man that happened to be toting a 20. Right. Ain't no homeless man going to give up his 20. No. And so that was the first flag. <laughs> and then. Uh, well, what's he needed for? Wine. <laughs> and then investigators started uh, looking into it last year. Uh, and then Bobbitt sued the couple for allegedly not giving him the money. Okay, so it's just been. So a- they thought it was that other Bobby. No, <laughs> His last name is Bobby. Yeah, I remember they got they, they tried to yeah. cut him out of it. It yeah. always happens. We have a scam, and mm-hmm. somebody tries to cut somebody out of it, and then they get singing like a canary, and here we go. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how so that he's plays having out. His day in court. That's the, but the update is he's in court today in New Jersey. So there you go. Also, we have another update. We do. We remember this story. The uh, New Jersey groom was accused of sexual assault at his wedding reception. Remember this remember guy? That. Y'all yep. remember him? Yep. New Jersey. A lawyer for New Jersey groom who allegedly groped an underage waitress at his own wedding reception last year. Now, mm-hmm. here's the theory the lawyer has come up with that proves his client is an innocent man. This is what he said. Huh. He claimed the fact that the client's wife was still with him, because she is still with him, by the way, proved really? that the sexual assault allegations were false. No, no. <laughs> that proves that she's very naive and stupid, possibly. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. Let me, on record... Right. I wasn't there. I know the police were called on record because after that he was drunk and rowdy at his own reception, which doesn't doesn't prove that he did the other. Right. But yeah. my point is, you're going to have to give me better defense. That's all you got? You know, hey, they're still again, together. I don't know if he did it or not. Right. On right. Record. We do know he got drunk and showed himself. Yeah, that we yeah. do know. Right. But that's your defense? 
Well, you know, if he'd have done it, his wife would have left. Well, maybe his wife believes when he said he did, but that doesn't prove he didn't do it. Now, I'm not. I don't know if he did it. I don't. Yeah. But that's my defense lawyer. That's his angle. He said this is a theory. Hey, if he'd have done it, she'd have left him. <laughs> hey, case closed. I mean, I don't know. I guess it'll come down to in that if there is no physical evidence, it'll come down to his word against hers. And I don't know who did what, but we do know he was or escorted out of his own reception for being drunk and rowdy. Yeah, yeah. That we do know. Made fun of it. Just pictured, pictured being there. Mm. And we've all known that guy to some extent. Because I understand yeah. he was yeah. arrested. Yeah, not taking he, it that far, but yeah. yeah. yeah, He was arrested for resisting arrest, just stemming from a drunken brawl with police later that night. Huh. Yeah, so. But um, they said those were actually dropped, the, the assault. So what do y'all think? Y'all think that he gets off this? Yes, I do. You do? I, I think he did it, but I think he gets off of it. I don't think I don't think that they can. just not going to be. He any said, evidence. she said, yeah, mm-hmm. no evidence. Move on. They're still together. Yep. I, like I said, the fact that he was drunk <laughs> enough, amazing that, enough. That's the, the fact defense. that he was drunk enough together. that the law was called on him at his own wedding reception leads you to go. You know, he may have done that, but you know, yeah. that's that's not necessarily You're talking about the law. The law. The law. Somebody called the law. Somebody called the law. Five O is coming. Hey, keep on. I'm calling the law. Yeah. That is a weird defense, though. Hey, yeah. we're still together. I mean, you looked at the case, and that's all you came up with. Thank so you, you think he's I'm a, paying you for this. You think maybe he's just uh, – I'm assuming things here, but the denial is probably – I mean, it's it's to everybody. I didn't do that. So, you But you could just, look at think, him and go, you know, maybe you wouldn't if you have been sober, but I'm just saying – I'm not saying guilty or not, but let's say I'm his wife, and I'm right. trying to figure out if I'm going to believe him or not. Yeah. I go, you know, if you had been stone co- sober at the wedding reception and you got accused of this, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you and your buddies were brawling with the police – why you were wearing a tuxedo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. I mean, excuse <laughs> me that I, I don't think, think maybe you did do it. Maybe. I don't. I don't think deep down in the heart of hearts she believes him. I think she she's just not. decided. Hey, well, no, look, this is my husband. I'm I'm committed to him, and that's the way it's going to be. Or no, don't do it again. Yeah, right. no woman that's, wants to to really come out and admit that right. her husband at right. their wedding reception assaulted somebody. Yes. Correct. Sexually. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the denial factor there, mm-hmm. right? Who wants that on there when you're looking at the wedding pictures? You go, here's where we were smiling. Yes. Well, now, you know, about 30 minutes later, it got ugly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, it it kills the wedding memories. It, it does. does. It sure it does. Sure it does. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a Friday edition here of the kickoff hour, and we're rolling. Big boy already outside. If you're coming to the golden ticket seats, you'll see that. Look at that face right there. Just so happy. He is out and about today, feeling the breeze, and we look forward to a great day with you. We are on YouTube Live. You can find a link at rickandbubba.com. Just click on that or listen to all the great radio stations around the country. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. show up because I'm blowing the lid off. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show. It is the kickoff hour. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG and we ain't got no band. Andy's on the phone. This is all for Bubba today. I can tell you what he's doing right now, not often. Huh? This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends at carshield.com. Hey, by, by the way, uh, Helmsy, write down, we need a battery update from you. I'm getting, I got an email yesterday, somebody wanting to know about that. 
Uh, but when it comes to costly car repairs, you need options, right? And nothing is worse than your manufacturer's warranty expiring and then something happening to your car. We, I mean, that's, that's where CarShield can come in. CarShield makes it, it makes it simple. makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also uh, provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. And here's the great deal. You can use who you want. They're not going to tell you who you got to use. Your car's 5,000 to 15, or 5,000 to 150,000 miles or more. It doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. Car Shield administrators have paid out over $2 billion in claims, and they're ready to help you. So save yourself thousands in future car repairs. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection by calling 800 Car 6000. 800 Car 6000. Mention promo code Bubba. Or if you go online, you can do that as well. Carshield.com is the website. Use promo code Bubba to save 10%. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Yeah, I got an email yesterday. They said, hey, I know um, initially Helmsy came back a day or two later and said, hey, everything seems fine. But have you had any more battery issues? Not a single issue. Since it just wouldn't turn over that day. Not a single problem. You had like two days of issues. You know, here, there, and See, then it's just gone away. It's weird. And what's funny is, yeah, that's I that's mean, crazy. I know. Only thing I can think of, because the only thing we did different was put that water in the battery. That was it. Because, mm. and, and I don't know if it, you, it's easy to say, well, we it was a coincidence. But I tell you what, it wouldn't crank prior to that. And then when we put it in, it did. I mean, we tried to jump it off well, without you, you putting do water have in to the have battery. A certain amount of water in but Yeah. I, again, I don't know. I don't either. It was. Hey. Well. I, I don't know. Look, and I and thanks for bringing it back up because now <laughs> I'll be worried about it. But oh, um, I'm sorry. I've, I've, oh, that's when it's going to get you. When <laughs> well, you car shield just well, that's see. It. I have forgotten about it, and it's because it's just worked, right? And I don't know. That's on me. Um, yeah. uh, well, uh, hopefully, uh, I that, I was just doing that that uh, the know. sponsorship there, and it made me think of yeah. of car your car. Um, you know, I've been on this Chris Davis watch. Yeah. Um, and we all like records, and I'm not necessarily this, but I can't take my eyes away from no it. no hit. Yes. Know, Baltimore Orioles still, baseball still player. Still hasn't got a hit. Still hasn't got a hit. Worth over 100, so what, 100 and what million? 161, I believe. Yeah. Over Bet seven years. Remind him of that. Yeah. Last I checked, he was like 0 for 50. Hey, buddy, we paid you to break records, but not that one. Yeah. After like last that. night, this is a guy that hit 50-plus home runs uh, in two years, two separate years over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um he is now 0 and 53. 53, okay. He's had 60 plate appearances, so I guess seven walks or mm-hmm. maybe hit by a pitch or something. Do y'all and, and Speedy, you brought this up when we started this. September 15th was his last hit. Now, I wanted to just bring this up just to simply tell you two things. He's 0 for 53. Right. So if you got anything going on tonight, you want to flip it over and see if he gets a hit. Take a gander Go at that. For it. Yeah. But this is the this is the stat that ought to really just if he has seen this, this will kill you. Mm. 576 different Major League Baseball players have recorded a hit since then. And 57 of those have been pitchers. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Guys, you know. Think about that. You know how baseball players are. He's probably going through every counseling, ritual. He's trying to break it somehow. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Speaking of rituals, yeah, and uh, in his mind, he feels like he's never going to get another hit. I know. You know, Ever. you you get to that point. Ever. I'll never get another hit. Ever. Never. Guys, over fifty three. Guys, I know Golly. baseball's a game of failures, but that's ridiculous. You know. Yeah, we got it. 
<laughs> but come on, buddy. Greg said he watched that Ted Williams documentary. I was talking, talking about Unbelievable. Well, I, I knew Ted Williams was considered, and still is considered, the greatest hitter to ever play the game. Yeah. And wow, he uh, he's something. I didn't realize he was six four. He's a big guy. He was tall. I mean, yeah. Big tall dude. But boy, he could hit a ball. I can't. I can't get past the fact that he spent five years flying airplanes for our military. Yeah. And had a plane crash and survived. Crash landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they said what's funny. He came back and hit. When he went in the military, <laughs> he didn't even have, you know, most of the pilots, they have college degrees and all this. He didn't, but they said he picked it up so quick that he ended up being one of the best pilots. And, hmm. he, you know, he just. And he it's just, all, a lot of it had to do with that eyesight. Yeah. You know, he, he yeah. uh, that's what they talked about. He could yeah. see 2015, which y'all know I have 2015 vision. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That was later in life when I had that LASIK. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, um, no, I was. It, it, it's I was a legally good blind until I had that. If you get a chance to watch it. Of Speaking course, of crashes. last at bat, he hit a home run. Yeah. yeah. Sure he did. Speaking of crashes, one of the big headlines today uh, is the Israeli spacecraft that was going to land on the moon. I'm trying. Right. To, we, we talked about that no yesterday. No humans were involved. It was just a Yeah, they just, just yeah, probe. Small. Right, so we can't laugh. Well, well it's, uh, it's crashed. Oh, we can it, laugh. It's crashed into the moon. So here we go. We got it our crashes. Great, we got our great moment. We're coming in there, and all of a sudden, hey, baby, she's getting out of hand, though. Back to the drawing board. After billions of dollars and many, many hours. Yeah. Israeli spacecraft crashes into pieces attempting moon landing, dashing hopes of making history. That kind of, you know, Bubba, Bubba, you know, it's been hard wow. for get him to get him dialed in for some reason when it comes to yeah. some of this. He was interested in this one. He was. And uh, so I cannot wait oh, to hear yeah. his perspective. Put in a stack of stories. Yeah. yeah. Bring it up. Him right. and Woody were discussing, and yeah. he even said, happened? boom. He even mm-hmm. said, hey, this is pretty cool to watch. I think you could actually go see all this. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and we take things like that for granted. Hey, we're going to drop a probe. And that's a big deal, and it's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's just people have done you know similar things. we got stuff on Mars. I mean, you just always assume it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't you know they're sitting there watching it, and all of a sudden it goes up and smoke for lack of a better word and right. the person in charge of it everybody looks at him he's like all right so i, I gotta tell y'all something can i just do this real quick yeah this is yeah, where yeah, yeah. It's my secondhand embarrassment comes in oh goodness okay um this all happened this mishap happened in front of a packed audience yeah including sure prime right, minister right. uh benjamin Netanyahu. they had everybody watching it was a live telecast mm-hmm. uh on national television there in israel uh, and and Bubba even mentioned there were streaming options yes. on how you could watch it yesterday well, or whatever. Uh, but um, he um, it happened, and then and then the silence in the room. It, it went from "Hey, I've got an audience. You know, Netanyahu's here. It's newly it's, elected, I mean, it's a big fired deal. up. Yeah, uh, you know, fifth term. Yeah. Woohoo! Here no, we go. And then it, and then for the history, then, of here's the big moment. What happened? And then everybody's like. And everybody looks around. At what point do they realize, hey, yeah, didn't turn out well? He says, at first you, I love, I love his his the way he looks at it. If, at first you don't succeed, try again and vow to put an Israeli spacecraft on the moon intact in the next two years. Do you think? So we'll see. Do you, how many? Okay, so how do I want to say this so it'll make sense and be practical? Do you think it takes longer starting today? Okay for them to land this on the moon or Chris Davis to get a hit? <laughs> I think Which Chris, one will take longer? I, right I, I don't think it's Chris Davis will be in Major League Baseball <laughs> if it's two years and he still hasn't got one. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> at what point do they look at Chris Davis and go, okay, buddy, yeah. I mean, I know they said him the other day, let him clear his head, whatever, but do you go, okay, you're done. Now, you're not playing. I know that's not going to happen. It's hard to sit a guy that you're paying $160 No, that's not going to happen. I'm just going, you go, I know, buddy, you're going to have to hit something. Yeah. 
something. I feel bad for the guy because, I mean, it's obviously he's a very good baseball player. I mean. Yeah. And back to the spacecraft, I, I'm with you on that. I would have had to get up and just walk out of the room and act like I wasn't there. I couldn't yeah, have handled it. Mm. Um, you, you were know, ready for everybody to pat you on the back. Yeah. Know, yeah. Big, you know, and start cheering. And then all of a sudden, big pile of rubble on the moon. Yeah. Um, it says here hey, that at least we um, got there. the <laughs> Israel Aerospace Industries um, general manager said that uh, – uh, it and he'll crashed. be replaced. Yeah, it definitely crashed on the surface of the moon. He said the spacecraft was in pieces scattered at the uh, planned landing site. But uh, what was weird is um, the uh, it was it was attempting to become the first privately funded mission to land on the moon. The spacecraft lo- spacecraft lost communication with Earth just moments before it was to touch down, dashing hopes of making history. As we I think, aliens about. got it. Hey. So, but it was in the landing zone that we were trying to that's get to. Right. Now, granted, it's in about a million pieces, mm. but that's not what I'm talking about. Right. We did hit the zone. Which, yeah. you know, think about it from that far off. It is, I mean, if you're thinking of in a target situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Matt. He's in Huntsville. I'm trying to find something. <laughs> uh, what's up, Matt? What's going on? Hey, we did hit the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just going to give a little added piece of information here. The way they were trying to approach the moon was something that had never been done before. Okay. I understand it. Needed that. Yeah, bring it. So so it wasn't uh, just your standard, hey, get close and then fire a rocket motor and slow you down and then land nice and gentle. Okay. Um, Okay. I mean, that was involved, but there was other other pieces because obviously fuel's heavy and you got to carry that with you and you got to get it out of the earth. And right, so... They were trying to do it with less of that, and well, work well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They haven't quite ma- uh, figured that one yeah, out. No. That's the word we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> maybe third time's a charm, but hopefully, maybe not Chris Davis over fifty-three. No, yeah, so, yeah. that'd be yeah. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. You know, um, Matt works at NASA. Yeah, you know, he's the smartest guy that's yeah. gonna. I thought we'd go to the, to the authority. I saw Huntsville, and I was like, well, let's go. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We, we're getting your phone call screened up, and there's other stories, too, around the, uh, the world that we need to hit before the boys join us at the top of the hour. I wish I was as smart as Matt. I know. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We have uh, got about nine minutes, I guess, till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour and uh, start the what's up? Oh, hey, man. How you doing? <laughs> Big Papa is in here uh, looking around. He's fired up for this Friday edition here of the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> What's he's he challenging us. Is it any one of y'all oh, think y'all moved me out of the door oh, today? He, oh, he's standing oh, in the door frame. Watch out. Got his coffee. <laughs> he's a little froggy today. Please look at Skunk out there. Uh huh. <laughs> if y'all ain't fired up, then guys, I You don't have that mix. I did. Uh huh. Look at Drippy Dooby Doo in there. He has uh, moved out of the TV room into call screening because Andy can't do a thing. Uh, but uh, we are fired up. No, I'm kidding. Andy's getting. Oh. 
<laughs> Greg. You, Greg. That's your new favorite lyric right there. Um, I wish that was you and your band, Greg. <laughs> Uh, so the Travago guy, we know hey, Trav- yeah. the Travago, like the, the pitch man I like that, all, that always looked. Yeah, I never like understood a- nothing against him, but I never said why did he get that game? I don't know. I, he just seems he just like normal. He's grown on I think me. That's though. why he got the gig. Yeah, yeah. I, Travago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the pitch man <laughs> kind of got him on nerves. I don't know why he pulled. He pulled a Tiger Woods. Yeah, he did. He uh, got. He was passed out. You're at the, Timothy the Williams. Wheel. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, for some reason, this was playing. Um, anyway, he passed out behind the wheel uh, of the car w- uh, that he was driving and so charged with DWI. The yeah, the classic knock on the window. Uh, he's uh, most reg- recognized as the discount travel website Travago.com pitchman, and he was arrested. It was in uh, it was Wednesday, and it was in Houston hmm. for allegedly driving while intoxicated. Police say uh, technically he was sleeping behind the wheel, but yeah. he had been driving. He was found passed out. Uh, at mm. around three fifteen, that's With weird. His foot on the brake. Hey, by the way, in the afternoon, in the that's af- not a.m. That's p.m. He uh, was moving. That is weird. He was uh, in a moving lane of traffic, as you said, with the foot on the brake. Uh, and um, he uh, has, I guess, grew up in Houston. He's from that area. Did not know that. Was ordered to have uh, a mental health evaluation, um, and uh, has been released on just a hundred dollars bond. He's scheduled to appear in court April the seventeenth, but so he wasn't like in some parking lot or something. He was like in in a moving traffic, just yeah, passed out the behind the wheel. With good his foot night. on the brake. Mm. Ah, good gracious, alive! That's pretty ideal, isn't it? This is. You can find it all on Travago. Search for your destination, add dates, and simply select what you're looking for in your ideal hotel. What are you waiting for? Use Trivago to find the ideal hotel. That guy right there. So that's the guy. Hotel? That's him. Trivago. I, and I know that these guys and, and these ladies, they're, they're professionals. Like okay? They're professionals. I get it. But what if you're the policeman that walks up to the window and knocks on the, the window and it's the dang Trivago guy? Do you know yeah. it's him, huh? though? I know. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder. Yeah, He's I, probably. Well, I tell you, it runs a lot. Or I, is I it you later go, that looks like it. I mean, yeah. I'm to, sure he's looking pretty. To be honest, you know? yeah. if the Travago guy showed up today with the golden ticket seats, I wouldn't know who he was. Oh, I would. Well, yeah. you, so uh, you'd yeah, immediately well, go, be, wow, so that looks like the Travago guy. Yes, yeah. Okay. Now, but now, understood, if he came here, he would. I, I bet he, I'm going to guess here, in the, considering the shape he was in, he probably didn't look like himself in this particular good situation. Good point, yeah. He's yeah. probably smaller than I think. Oh, yeah. You know, he's probably a little bit you're probably, you're probably uh, right. Let me, let me back size, off that. I may not recognize him. I jumped a little quick on that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, it, here's what it would be. I've seen that guy somewhere. It'd yeah. be that. Yeah. Now I feel better about myself. Like, I think I've seen. I didn't like. Okay. I, well, just I, yelled didn't, out, I wasn't yeah. going to say anything, but I. It, it, I here's what happened. About three segments in, I go. I said, "That's that Travago." Guy. Is the tra- you would have said, mm-hmm. "Hey, yeah. is a Travago guy here?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd look. Said oh, that guy looks familiar. I can't remember because he, you, he's that. He's not that famous, yeah. right? That's why. But yeah. he, but you've seen him enough because hey, they'll run those commercials. <laughs> Great, and uh, <laughs> they will. And, and you've seen him enough that you go. That's I've that couch that. talking. Yeah. I've seen that guy. Yeah, yeah. Travago. That's it. Um, all right, we have a uh, we have an update here um, <clears throat> concerning a pilot and a big dog. Speed. A little prop plane. A ninety-year-old Iowa pilot. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay, ninety-year-old year pilot. Old so when, pilot. 
his decision to let his large dog ride next to him in his small you plane. You talking about his co-pilot? Yeah. Uh, right next to the flight controls is what likely led to the crash that claimed his life mm. two years ago. And I had no idea. But federal investigators announced it this week. Yeah, it takes a while to investigate. Yeah, yeah. The National Transportation Safety Board's final I'm report on June Oh, my goodness. We have a nun throwing out the first yeah, pitch. Yeah, she's been doing that. she got a okay. decent arm. Yeah. Hey, we have uh-huh. TVs in here, so anytime we see something, Y'all, we scream and point. She's got a, she's got a decent she's arm. She's got now. a really good arm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, buddy. No, you're I good. had a nun on the pitching man. That I, don't I happen a lot. That doesn't happen a lot. I understand it, buddy. And but I, I am interested that. in 90-year-old pilot who's flying with his dog that basically killed him. I'm with Greg. Let's start with 90-year-old flying a plane. Yeah. I thought, I is there not, well, I guess if it's your own plane, I don't yeah. know. Um, that, that's where this came from. If you want to know these TVs in here, night. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That exactly Why would happened. they show that? Why in the world would they show that? <laughs> Chaz Bono. I'd rather see on a TV. dog eater puppy. <laughs> uh, and you said that was really eye opening to you because you were able to see how yeah, you react sure. to all that. But all right. So back to this. Um, this this happened, uh, and and they didn't know what you know what caused the crash or whatever. Now they're saying that the the dog, which they said estimated between 70 and 75 pounds, interfered with the ability to land. So he got in the control mm-hmm. somehow. Yep. Am I correct? Because I, I had the story, but I can't find it now. Didn't the dog survive? Because I thought they Greg, said witnesses. No, no, it was a crash landing. I think they said witnesses said that they saw the dog running out of the field. I may have made that up, but I swear I thought that was in that story I was reading. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it doesn't say in here. I'm sitting here trying to, to see. It says the uh, – the pilot installed a homemade removable plywood device to prevent the right seat passenger, which would be his dog, mm. to um, contact any of the um, rudder pedals during the flight or any of the uh, flight controls. But it says despite the device not being approved for installation in the plane, uh, that uh, he messed up on. But also the fact that uh, it looks like now uh, from the investigation, it does look like that didn't prevent the dog from interfering with him being able to land the plane. Took him out. Hmm. 90 years old, though, still flying. Uh, this happened, uh, as I said, um, two years ago, but now the investigation is being made public, and now the large dog in the plane's cockpit is what likely caused the fatal crash. How about that? We'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba, join us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Brand new hour has begun, and uh, we're going to be rolling forward. For all of you that have been with us through the kickoff hour, you're just rolling into another hour. A lot of you may be joining us for the very first time, but we start with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Jordan Sparks.
the hour the rick and bubba show thank you for being with us as we get ready to forge ahead with your phone calls interacting with you at 866 we be big breaking down the big stories of the day you certainly always want to check rickandbubba.com couple of contests there fix mama's mouth for mother's day coming up if you haven't entered your mother and you want to you need to get that done uh april 29th is the cutoff for those and follow the directions Every detail to be sure mama uh, is given her best shot at winning fixed mama's mouth from Dr. Dudney and the gang. Also, Talladega VIP trip giving away Talladega Super Speedway. Look for that in the contest button as well. Shop the Rick and Bubba store. Check the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Find out if members of the program are coming to your city. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess Helms here, giving you a kickoff hour. Eddie Van Adler's giving it to you live on uh, our, our YouTube channel. We've got Drooby Dooby Doo. We ain't got no band, Andy and Skunk Baxter. Rick and Bubba University students earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Across the way, there he is. Another half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Cry to Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hello, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess, friends? Neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to another edition of Rick and Baba, your two buddies on the radio and their friends. King got on his knees, and he died on the cross for all the lost like me. He did everything he could to save his broken kingdom. It is 
Trevor Morgan, love that way. Uh, uh, we have uh, much to do going forward on the program. Breaking down, and there's really some uh, some stories. Once again, uh, you look, uh, a lot has been going on lately with different states and making moves, and there's one that our state is taking on today I think we'll be very happy. Bubba told me this when I arrived, and I was very yeah. pleased. Yeah, a lot of states. This is that time of year. A lot of states are trying to put in new laws and get those passed, and We'll look at a couple of those, uh, one in the state of Alabama, one in the state of Texas today I thought was pretty interesting, too. Yeah, it was a good one. Also, I don't know if you saw um, weather is kind of going to be an issue for a large part of the country because of a major system over the Midwest that's causing havoc up north and going to be causing problem in problems in the south over the weekend. Now, is this the one that was tied to uh, what, everything happened in Minnesota and all the snow and all yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's pumping all that in. You know, uh, we we got out, of course, way ahead of it. To, uh, my kids that were up there for the Final Four, they didn't get out till Tuesday uh, late. And then Thursday, it starts snow, snowing. And uh, I don't know if you've seen, man, they are yeah, having man. a time with it up there. Yeah. You know, they never call off school in Minnesota mm-hmm. for snow. It's I just what so. they do. And they're, they're canceling uh, school, and a lot of folks are without power. They mm-hmm. got power lines down. They've had snow and, and very high winds. So. I think the governor has called in the National Guard to uh Yeah, to it has. Well, I'm just looking at that story. So, you know, uh, <laughs> for the Final Four, it went, it went very well. We got there. It was 60 degrees and uh, – and, uh, and very lovely. Uh, it, it wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't a lot of sunshine, but it was still you know very nice uh, temperature wise. But uh, if it had been a week later, could you imagine the the country trying to get into oh, Minneapolis right God. now? I don't know. They'd have probably had to cancel the. You whole know, thing. really, though, the only thing I think about if you were an Auburn fan, maybe the guy that didn't call the double dribble couldn't have got there. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's it. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to look at the positive. Somebody look, else. I'm a silver lining guy. Yeah, you got to look. You got to look that yeah, way. Yeah, silver so, lining guy. Anyway, it's a uh, half glass full of red. <laughs> yeah, that's me, baby. So uh, we'll uh, we'll unpack that, uh, but just be aware of that wherever you are, it'll affect you differently according to where you live, uh, and some of it could be severe weather. So, uh, so yeah, we may need to check in with James today just to get uh, the overall look at things. It's gonna uh, this system that's causing all this problem up north is going to cause some weather outbreaks later over the weekend across the the south. So, we'll uh, we'll we'll delve into that too. Got that? Uh, I'll uh, I, I finished up my last high school prom last night. Oh, oh, got, got no one of you look relieved. This got morning. it all done. Got got her packed up. I had have made a life changing move. Uh, that, there's just nothing that's better than being a veteran. You know, when you're a veteran, you know, I felt so bad for all the rookies and all the bad decisions they made. Didn't know where to park. When to get there. Didn't have the camera stuff they together. Had to there's just so many, hmm. so many mistakes. But, boy, last night, I mean, it was it was a radical move, and it, and it was life-changing. And I can't take credit for it. It did come off the crest, though. And I, I even told the family that, that figured it out first that lives on our – our street that we call the crest, you know, crest lives matter hmm. and uh, mess with the crest, mess with us all, mm-hmm. you know, and all that crest is best. And, um, and I told them, I said, you you'll be recognized as the family of the week on the crest for this move. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they'll be celebrated up and down the crest. Yeah. We had finally kind of got it dialed in too. The only thing better than the last time we had to do it, Rick, was what we did last night. And that was nothing. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so we, um, we, we finished that up. We put that to bed. Um, I'm, I'm, I have a slight update there, but 
I was catching up on my TV last night, and I was wondering what you were doing as I was Thanks, watching buddy. Whiskey Cavalier from the night before. Right, and um, that's a good show. Though. The, you it, ever watch this? I, I haven't. I've never seen it. And then we had, uh, but today, and you know, you ever, sometimes if if I know something's going to be miserable, I'll just say I want to do miserable to miserable's over. You know, I, I'll just stay in the misery to it ends, as mm-hmm. opposed to miserable break back to misery. Right. And uh, I'm going to try to resolve the passport issue. And I'm I'm thinking since I'll be in that misery, that I will go ahead and try to get my oldest son's car legal as well. Just just just, just, dive, just dive in, in yeah. just just wallow right. in, like the, in the in the well, You better you better have you I mean a box of paperwork, be ready to go. Let me ask you this: what what was worse? Was it the ticket for the expired tag or getting the passport renewed? Has what what has been the most difficult? Bubba, that, that's like asking, do, do you want us to drill in there and fill a cavity or put a cap on? Right. I right. mean, it, th- those are yeah. they're equally bad. I, I'm going to say passport, probably. Because it's not done yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show. We're back. Thanks. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right. So um, as we make our way back, uh, the it looks like um, you know the the final child that will be going to college uh, in the fall final prom last night, um, and that's young Broderick the Tasmo, uh, and uh, so we. Um, we were we were fired up, Sherry and I both, and we were you know we're, let's let's get focused, let's let's get this done, uh, let's knock this out, let's put it behind us, let's enjoy it, let's not let's not just let it get away. And so the way that our our school does the 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 prom is they they do it on a on a weeknight and then they give the the the, the kids the next day off, so they're all out of school today. So it, it they all get pictures at the same place and wherever you live, if you're near any city of any size you know everybody has their come see our botanical garden oh yeah mm-hmm. and uh and and sherry loves our botanical garden we have yeah, that's we, we have been to the yeah. botanical gardens we have been there so many times and have great memories and great pictures of the kids at all their ages as they've grown up they all have been to the botanical gardens and run through every acre of it mm-hmm. so i'm very familiar with it well in the past you know the botanical gardens this may shock you they don't really have to take their parking lot and prepare for tons of people all coming at one time. You, oh no! Normally, you, normally there's yeah. not a rush. No, on no, yeah, yeah. Normally, it's gardens. kind of a it's yeah. kind of a low, yeah. Yeah. you know, a, a, a just a low number of people kind of going yeah. through, and and then all of a sudden you got mobs. Yeah. Nobody yeah. tailgates at the botanical garden yeah. Yeah. to say we're tailgating because the tulips are in bloom. Right. And so, um, but this Look time, at those pansies. This time you yeah. take a high school, <laughs> wow. the high school, and then you take a junior and senior class. And all their parents and anybody else who wants to be part of these memories, and you dump them into one location that's not really set up for that. Yeah, yeah. and it's also it's also in a part of town that's not set up for that. It's a oh. it's it's a little town downtown area of a community. It's a tight. It's tight. It's tight in there, and there's always some kind of construction going on for some reason. Well, yeah, Rick. And so, um, so <laughs> we uh, it's we we were we were talking, and I told Sherry, and look, we've all been there. Uh, you know, if you're married. To a female, and uh, which used to be a given, but I yeah, know it's, it's not anymore. Now. But but uh, but <laughs> if, if you're if you're married, to, for if you're married to a female, you we all know it. I mean, no one's ever 
written a song that was more accurate than when Brad Paisley wrote Waiting on a Woman. Yeah. You know, and, and he just uh-huh. said at different stages of life, you're always waiting on a woman. Right. Okay. So so I've been married long enough that I don't I, I'm kind of done with the illusions of grandeur. You know what I mean? Where you just I don't even expect. See, I know when I say we need to leave at four that we're not. That we're not. No. That we're, we're not leaving at four. And and you'll watch them and you'll you'll sit there and go see. They should be moving right now to get ready, yeah. and they're not. And they're you not. know, and, and so not. and so you, and so you, you still look like, like look like you did earlier, <laughs> right? Okay, you you are still <laughs> you know started. Hey, you're still in your little workout clothes, yeah. and, <laughs> and we 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 well, we should be moving. Yeah, we should be moving right now. You should be like aggressively going to that bathroom to get yourself together. And um, and so I, I just gave up, and I, I knew I knew four <laughs> yeah. meant four twenty, four fifteen. Oh, which is you're late, lucky. Which is too late to be leaving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so we're leaving, and and I got to the point where I was so down about it that I because I knew the, of my parking situation oh, that, yeah. that I started that thing going. Look, I just get some good pictures because I'll never see this because I'm going to drop you at the front and then I'll disappear. You'll circle in, yeah. a, in a journey of trying to find somewhere to park mm-hmm. and and of course in a, in a brilliant move, uh, my my son commandeered his mother's car for the prom, which means we're in a giant Ram 1500, too, which those are easy to park yeah. Yeah. in tight places. They're great in situations yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you got to do a three-point turn to park really anywhere in it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And But I've got that down, but it's still going to be tight. And so, and then you get this. Oh, does everybody hate that? Oh, yeah. That what I just did. Have you, oh. ever, heard, you ever heard with that tone? Uh-huh. Oh, and that means something that you probably should have been told to get your day together has mm-hmm. been forgotten and it just got it just was yeah. remembered and it's I've never in my life heard that oh <laughs> yeah. and it be followed with something tremendous yeah. oh what do you mean oh oh oh, 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 he, oh you ain't gonna oh. believe this you never say oh here's that gold brick I forgot to tell you <laughs> <laughs> oh oh I, I, that. Greg, Greg. oh I decided not to buy that yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and, and so, yeah. so so it was real expensive <laughs> and I thought better <laughs> right I took a pass on that. Oh, I've decided I like the house just like it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, 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 you I love never, these colors. You never, them forever. It's never that kind of oh. Yeah. Oh, well, you know that Brody, you know, couldn't pick up because he was going with a girl from from another school, so they weren't out for the prom. <clears throat> oh, oh, so by the time he gets her, he really needs to just pull his car up because she's going to be in heels and get out, and then you need to go park their car too. Oh, good. And at this so point, you got two cars. You got to figure out. Now, now I'm just, I'm almost just going full Charlie Brown mode now. When he keeps going out to when he when he keeps going out to the mailbox and nobody sends him a card. Yeah, you know, blockhead. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just like I'm, oh yeah oh. <laughs> so then, then it happened. The the it changed my whole dynamic, and I want to credit. You know, I, the first time I met this family, I, I coached their kid in little league, and I remember thinking this is one of the most unique last names I've ever seen, and a lot of pressure that comes with it. The God be here's. I mean, what if, is it? If, if your name God be here, if your name is God be here, you got a lot of pressure not wow. to be a bunch of jerks. You're right. You know you what I mean? I mean, best behavior. Do they the say it that way? Yeah. Or is oh, yeah. it so, That's how it says. God be here. That's how it's spelled and how they say it. The God be here's. Right. That's, yeah. How about that? That's a lot of pressure. So uh, it is. That's what the first time I ever met them. That's the first thing I said, and they've laughed about it for years. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she said, "Oh," and I thought, "Well, here comes something else." And then it happened. It was a positive. Talk to Shelley. That's Mama got me here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said they've redone the zoo entrance, and you can really park 
at the zoo and walk on a on a trail right into the botanical gardens. You're oh, kidding me! But does the Talk zoo I like that? Rick. I mean, <laughs> and I said, oh, and, and then I came with a no. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> and so we parked there with zero issue, and then I get on the phone, you know, with, oh, hey, come around to the zoo, huh? Why are we going to the zoo? Just come to the zoo. <laughs> zoo lights so far. What do you mean by come to the zoo? Well, I, I mean, come to the zoo. <laughs> what other possibilities come to the zoo? Have it. Yeah, why, what do you mean by come to the zoo? That sounds really straightforward to me. Yeah. That means come to the zoo. Uh, I, I, you'll, you'll see me standing out there and just give me the car. I'm going to park it across the street. And then y'all just walk right in. Mom will start the pictures. And then, of course, uh, his date, their, her mom and dad were there. I said, so y'all can just start. And you'll, literally, I can, you'll just see me. But now your mom doesn't, doesn't think she's walking her heels from the zoo across the street. I mean, I really was well, not that far now. And so I got to tell you something, guys. That changed everything because now we're coming in the way that nobody is. All these years. So we're also not in the mob. And we're hitting all the best flowers first Ooh. for the backside in. Oh, Oh, and, God be here. And, 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 and we were done with pictures by the time we met the mob, went yeah. back out the no mob way, and we were gone up for the oh, walkout yeah. and got it done. Very nice. About that. God be here's family of the week on the crest. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Uh, put this on your calendar: Gridiron Men's Conference uh, Father's Day weekend. Uh, and, and look, the Brent come in on Friday night, and you're out and gone by noon on Saturday. It's a great time for men to get together and be challenged by other men, uh, because you know so many times when you're thinking about men's ministry. And, uh, I mean, USA Today has, has put an article out. We know how conservative and Christian they can be. Uh, they're acknowledging the same thing. Articles and people, more and more studies. Uh, our country right now, we are experiencing a problem and a crisis involving men and boys. And uh, never has it been more important uh, for us to now go on offense, uh, as in, in our spiritual opinion. This has been a plan from the adversary for a very, very long time. Uh, you destroy men. You destroy everything. And uh, we need to quit buying into that and then come to the conclusion, especially the church, well, if that's the case, then probably discipling men will be the greatest way to combat that. Uh, that's to get men under the authority of Christ and then, you know, disciple them from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. And you, you change, you, you solve a lot of problems with that move. Uh, so anyway, if you're looking to get a group of men together, uh, you, your church, or just as individuals, go to gridironmen.com. It's coming up Father's Day weekend. You'll be there. Charles Billingsley will lead worship again. Uh, country music singer-songwriter Josh Turner will be there. Tony Evans will be speaking. James Merritt. Uh, comedy with Michael Jr., Jake Olson, Phil Waldrop also speaking. Gridironmen.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Now, before we move to this next topic, I realize what I just did on the air sounded reckless because, you know, you're thinking, Rick, why would you give away your secret to all the people that are listening? Now everybody's going to do that. And then you, I don't ha- I'm never going back. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'm sorry for the people that's going to impact, but I know that sounded reckless. But barring some sort of future grandchild situation, that'd be a while. Oh, they'll have a new parking lot. Yeah, right and here. by then the people who heard it now different will, setup. Will, yeah, I know that sounded reckless. It did, yeah. but but I'm I I told it because I didn't have anything to lose this time. I'm done. I won't I won't be doing that anymore. Not anytime now soon. Now the people in the crest that have younger I know, kids are frustrated wrong. with you. And it, and it was wrong, but but it was <laughs> it was. I understand that, and hopefully most people will have the reaction because they were barely paying attention just then yeah. as that my son had when I said meet me at the zoo. And they'll say, what is he talking about the zoo? Yeah. And maybe they won't get it either. So, But I, people are saying, Rick, that was, it wasn't reckless because I don't have one next year. So it's not reckless. Yeah, It sounded reckless. And, but it and really it's, it's such great memories it was. Uh, when you're done with it, it's also a good feeling. It's a great feeling. Yeah, I love it. Because uh, you're like, hey, we made it through it. Right, we, we got it. <laughs> as far as the time thing with, and that, speaking of Hamza being reckless, just headed into it. That's what I like. Oh, buddy. Uh, this is yeah, th- yeah I know. But, Speedy too. Um, yeah. I always and y'all 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 don't have to say whether you do this or not. But any event that we have, I always tell everybody it's thirty start. You tell your time. wife the time is earlier, so she'll be ready yeah. on time. To this day, she thinks that the our nine forty five service starts at nine thirty at church. Mm-hmm. Now, that was that's, reckless. That's, that's yeah. smart. That was reckless. See, that we is. made a change. Like it, there was like a year and a half ago, we moved it from nine thirty to nine forty-five, and I never told her any different. I and so I still far. tell her, and I've even forwarded emails like events and stuff that mm-hmm. we've had, and the time will be in there. I'll change the time and forward her the email. Well, I don't think that's anything other than just being wise. It's I just mean, building that, margin not... on our day. And you know so what? I'm you're, trying all... to, you're trying to correct a problem gently. I am. With I a, really with am. a godlike yeah. attitude, and I think that's a good thing to do. I do the same thing. I will take it this far. If we're inviting another family to something, and I know that their female is notorious, I will tell them the wrong time. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, that. that. That's smart. To me, you know that's what that wisdom is? is that, what it well, is. it's also men treating women with the respect they deserve. Yeah. Because what we're doing is we're serving them, and we're, we realize they have some issues, and we're doing our part uh, as their <laughs> husband of helping them with it. And I got to tell like you, the, just like they help us with ours. Right? I've learned okay. uh, after 17 well, years helping. of marriage, I, arguing about it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It never fixes it. Bringing that side of it up. And no, I think, it. I just but don't, what I do, I they never know the difference the, and it works. Uh, I, I just Everybody wins. I don't think they have the ability to tell time. I, yeah. So I just give no, up on it, it and I help them out. I figured it out. No, they do. You're close, but I'm We don't have a good ability to match colors. Right. Yeah, and they point. usually help us with that. Yes. Okay, and you, you know, staff found my shirt on that note. I found it. And it was hidden. That's the one I thought about. Yeah, it was hidden. All right, listen. So, and she was looking after me, saying I was wearing your shirt too much. So she hid it from me. I, 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 but, <laughs> but, but I want you all to listen to this. I have discovered what it is on why women can't be on time. I discovered it. it, was, it I mean, I, Sherry and I had not been married <clears throat> maybe a few months. And I saw it for the very first time. And this is the problem, and y'all are on it to a degree, but I want to drive it home for young men that don't know yet. Yeah. I watched my wife talk to on the phone to my mother. And we were going to my mother's house. Um, I guess it was a Saturday. Now my mother's house, that it is it will never be less than an hour and twenty minutes to my mother's house. <laughs> no way. Nowhere around. <clears throat> never. Not unless you hit a wormhole. It might be an hour and a half if traffic's bad or you That's got a problem. Possible. It can it, be more. It can be yeah. more, but it's never less. Never. 120 means nothing happens and we drive the speed we normally drive. Got it? And my mom was saying, asking her, what time do y'all think you'll be there? I, I'll never forget it because it was eye-opening for me. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, 
it was 945, okay, in the morning, and nobody was ready. And we had, and, and okay, keep in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all she, weren't walking out the door. She says to my mother, I'll probably around 11. <laughs> well, <laughs> if we left right now, we don't make it if we're we walk five minutes road. late. So, what I've noticed is they have no concept <laughs> of how long things take, they have no idea. See, you see, what we would say is when I get ready, it takes me, let's say Rick Burgess, if I'm going to get ready and I'm dressed somewhat normal and I'm going to take a shower, I can get ready and it usually will take me anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes, never more. So that's all I need to allow to be ready. Yeah. Now, my wife, if Bubba said it in the break, he's right. If my wife knows that for her it takes an hour or an hour and 10 minutes. Rick, say two hours. Okay. They can't get in their mind that if we need to leave by five, they should start getting ready at three if it's two hours. Yeah. Yeah. They should start getting ready at four if it's one hour. They just don't they don't have any concept of how long things it's take. It's called back timing. Yeah, they yeah. don't know they don't know how long it takes to get to a restaurant. They don't know how long it takes to get anywhere. They have no idea. And I and I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's just a female thing, but it seems to be pretty consistent. You know, like Greg said, have you ever in your life, ever, as long as you've been around, ever had a female that you're either married to, is your daughter, or you know that you need to leave at four, and they walk out three forty-five, say, "Hey, I'm ready early. You want to go and go?" I've never seen that. Never heard of it. Does that ever happen? Early, I've never ever? heard of that. Ever? Rarely on time, but early never. Mm-hmm. And you know, you always see it. Like well, my unicorn will pull that off every now and then. Really? Uh, yeah. Will you take a picture of it and send it and yeah. show us the clock? But, but it's usually because I told her the time wrong. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> that's that's doesn't not it. Count, that's Bubba. your strategy work, Bubba. Bubba. Yeah, that's no, not. No, no, no. Listen, let me tell you. I, I'll I'll go as far like if a kid has a game and the email from the coach has when the kid should be there. I'll send that to her like like she's on the team. Because you know, oh, yeah. the, because yeah. the team but always Rick, has to be yeah. there. Rick, you oh, missed yeah. it earlier, and I don't know if everybody caught that. Hams will edit the time. I will edit it, it in the email. That's brilliant. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. That's brilliant. And I'll even follow up with a text. Hey, did you see that email? <laughs> what time are we supposed to be there? I mean, I will go that far. That's with a it. loving husband is what that is. Well, I, it's, it works. It's help a win for you. everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody wins in this situation. Isn't that, nobody's frustrated. No. Nobody's, nobody's, right, let me ask you this. You're actually speaking let, in the car? Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Yes. At my 23rd year of marriage, I don't do it anymore. But I remember the early years when I would make that terrible husband mistake because I couldn't help it. You ever walk toward the bathroom? To do oh that, to, yeah, to do that look in like, hey man, and, you, and you're fully dressed, shoes on, and yeah, everything. you're fully dressed, and you because they know what that means. You're trying to give a a physical. We need to go, <laughs> you know. And buddy, you can get your head. I don't. Oh, even, yeah. I don't even do that anymore. Oh. You know what I do now? I just sit there and write it out. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all you don't, can do. I will tell you what you don't want to do is go over to the clock and look oh, at it no. and, <laughs> and check it like it's messed up. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tap on it a little bit. No, I've done that this one before worked. too. I've What's done that. Here? I've done that. Before. <laughs> Shake it. Yeah. Yeah. Something ain't right. You know what you'll find too. It when you don't. You know. You make a sundial. Here's when you know people have been married for a long time. They'll just start going in separate cars. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. See that. you there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'll just meet you there. Because yeah. I, I, I really feel awkward when I'm late. So see, I'll, I'll just meet you there. Yeah. Rick, in our case, <laughs> in our case, see, I'm I'm that early guy, too. Oh, yeah. So I have to, you know, I've even got a wider margin of when I want to go and when we Look, actually leave. Any, anytime we're having something at our house that we're hosting that I know the buses are coming to, I let Sherry know. Mm-hmm. I know you told everybody to be here at 6, mm-hmm. okay? 
I don't know when we're going to see Betty, but we're going to see Bubba at 515. Yeah, I said, if you want the house like to be right for Bubba, you got 30 extra minutes <laughs> that, that are hurting. Again. I mean, 30 minutes that have been uh, subtracted from the time. Yeah, I'll go. I'll drive around your neighborhood, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Bubba show up do a little recon. <laughs> yeah. now, I've, I've looked out there before and saw Bubba just kind of catching up on his text yeah, in, yeah. in my driveway. <laughs> I acknowledge I'm early. I'm trying to busy myself. I'll be in a little bit. But you don't get caught in traffic and be late. No, you don't. All right, we'll that, be back. That's what having a World War II vet dad will do for you. Yeah, right. Get you yeah. yeah, football coach, all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. On Coach Burgess' time. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Anytime nas- nationally and across the Rick and Bubba audience where weather forecasters begin to say, eh. Weather fronts that can be a little dicey. Now, we know that there's parts of the country that are already uh, experiencing the problems uh, with the weather activity that is rolling across our country, but uh, some of us are still waiting to be impacted this weekend, and SPAN will try to clarify what you should expect based on where you live in Rick and Bubba land. We'll bring him in. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James James Spann, welcome back to the show. I hope you're well. Happy Friday, gentlemen. How are you? We're great, James. We're, Glad to have you, brother. Yeah. Um, well, James, what, what, this is one of those things where we got we got a weather front. You know, according to where you live, it's going to do different things. So Minnesota and that area, of course, uh, you know, anytime these northern states are saying we got to shut things down because of snow, you know it's substantial. Uh, but it'll, it'll wreak uh, various havoc in various places. So just kind of lay it out for us like you do. Yeah, yeah, our friends up north, they've been dealing with some really, really nasty winter weather. I mean, uh, watching some of the video coming out of uh, Minnesota, uh, for those that are watching, there's a state trooper here, and the wind blows him down on this icy road. And he was not injured, by the way. The Minnesota state troopers posted this so we could show this, but that's a sign of how tough it is up there. Uh, They've had blizzard conditions, some places with snow in excess of 20 inches. But that system is going to be lifting up into Canada, and the concern will be shifting to a new one that's coming out of the southwest United States. So uh, tomorrow we have a moderate risk of severe storms. That's level four out of five for parts of northern Louisiana, southern Arkansas, extreme eastern Texas, and the Mississippi Delta. This would include cities like Shreveport, El Dorado, Greenville, Vicksburg, Mississippi. And surrounding that, there's a risk all the way from Dallas to uh, Birmingham. And keep in mind, this runs between 7 a.m. Central Time tomorrow and 7 a.m. Central Time on Sunday. And then on Sunday after 7 a.m., we've got a risk of severe storms over much of the eastern part of the United States, including an enhanced risk. And this runs from uh, places like Anniston, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia, up to Knoxville, Tennessee, and up to Cincinnati. And really on both of these days, fellas, we could see storms that will be capable of producing large hail, damaging winds, and a few tornadoes. And understand uh, this is Palm Sunday, and a lot of folks will be in church on Sunday morning. And this is a pretty good time to remind our friends uh, in houses of worship and churches that you've got to have a severe weather plan as well. In fact, what's interesting, 25 years ago, 25 years ago on Palm Sunday morning, had a horrible tornado, and you guys are aware of this tragedy, hit a church in northeast Alabama. 
and 20 people died in the church, the Goshen United Methodist Church. They were doing a an Easter drama on Palm Sunday morning. You had 10 adults and 10 kids that died. And there was a warning 12 minutes in advance, and they just didn't hear it. And so we're encouraging every church to be sure that you've got a way of hearing warnings on Sunday morning. And the preferable method is a weather radio, NOAA weather radio, and have somebody in a church office or somewhere just monitoring that. And if you do come under a tornado warning polygon, be sure that your church has a plan to get people out of the big sanctuary and into hallways or small rooms that are safe. Uh, you know, so I, I've heard some people say, well, God's not going to send a tornado to a church on a Sunday morning. Listen, these things happen, okay? And I think part of God's provision, it's the warnings that are issued in advance and the ability to identify these severe weather events days in advance. So again, just for, for folks that, uh, that are going to church on Sunday morning, just check with your administrator, your pastor, somebody up top where they can be sure they can hear these warnings. Because uh, again, this is Palm Sunday morning, fellas, and a lot of folks are going to be in church. James, we we kind of lived out that storm. Uh, I remember it very well because it was on my birthday, even though it's a different date this year with right. it being Palm Sunday. Right. Um, and uh, we were on the ham radio monitoring a lot of that. There was a lot of storms that day, and our, our good friend Jack Blair lost his wife in that tornado, and uh, we literally kind of followed it playing out on the ham radio as it happened. And it was a tragedy, and you, you make a good point, and we know this now. There are things we can do that will greatly help your chances of surviving this, and that is you can't be in a big room. You've got to get in a small room so that if the walls fall, they fall on each other and give you an area to survive under it. And I know a lot of the churches have plans for that, but they, they really, you know, everybody hates to go in and stop the ceremony, you know, because everybody's worked on it and it's a big production, but... You know, if you're if you're in that polygon, as James says, and, and radar is showing you've got a storm coming your way, you got to give those folks time to get out of there. You can always go back. You know, if if if, the, if it doesn't hit, you can go back and pick up where you were, but don't take a chance. And I, you know, I was uh, honored to deliver the first message from the pulpit of their new mm. building that was mm, rebuilt mm, a few mm. years later. What a day! And the. The first thing I said, I said, if you're looking for a theological reason why this happened, I'm not your guy. I'm just here to encourage people. But uh, again, we have to take that situation and learn from that. And let me just say this too, fellas, away from church, we're going to see some tornadoes during the pre-dawn hours on Sunday, 3, 4, 5 a.m. And we have a really hard time reaching people at that hour of the day via traditional radio and television. So be sure you've got a weather radio at your house or have wireless emergency alerts enabled on your phone so we can reach you. And one more thing is we look at this, and understand, this is tornado season. This stuff happens. It's common for this time of the year. But for people that live in manufactured homes, be sure you have a place to go at 4 a.m. on Sunday, whether it's a community shelter, whether it's maybe a gas station that's open 24 hours a day. Think about what you would do and where you're going to go because you've got to get out. We lost 23 people back on March 3rd. 19 of the 23 were in manufactured homes. And for folks that live in them, wonderful, affordable housing, but you can't stay in those things during a tornado. Well, and and uh, and, and hopefully everybody will heed those warnings. And, and you know, you, you said this, James, and 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 I, and you were put in a tough situation and I know it's sometimes things we don't we, we things that we don't like to think about but you know I think sometimes people forget on some of the theology you talked about is like I'm going to test God and if I have enough faith nothing's going to happen to me 
you have to ignore, first of all, a lot of Scripture to truly believe that false gospel because Jesus Christ himself tells us in John 13, 16, 33, that in this world you will face tribulation. First Peter says, now you've been grieved by various trials if necessary. He says, rejoice, though you've been grieved by various trials for a little while if necessary. So, so that, you know, the testing of the genuineness of your faith uh, for God to be glorified. And Jesus says, ultimately, you're in a fallen creation. Bad things will happen, but no, ultimately, I've overcome the world, meaning I've overcome the fact that you won't die eternally, but you're in a fallen creation, so bad things will happen, and they do happen, uh, but the, the Bible has also told you that. So when you hear things happening, you don't stand in the middle of a problem and say, well, I'm going to stand here and test God. No, do what God's also provided but at the end of it all, when you, when you find yourself in tribulation, that's not something that wasn't. That's not something that. Well, the Bible never talked about this. No, it actually does quite a bit. Uh, so, so you don't don't buy into these false gospels that say if you have enough faith, just stay in there, everything's going to be all right. That is not what the Bible says. It doesn't say that. Now, take advantage of what He has blessed us with. That is early warnings, knowledge where to go, and find your helmet to put on. James, thanks a lot, buddy, and uh, hopefully we, you won't have anything you have to do other than keeping people updated with what's happening with the weather and it'll all turn out. We sure hope that's the case, but prepare for the worst and thanks, expect James. the best. Thanks Rick a lot. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.